Beef Sticks is all in. Yo, baby. All in, all on, balls in, balls deep. Welcome to the episode about everybody's favorite independent event. All in. Fuck. I I fucking spilled my beer just as we got recording. All on. Bullshit. I'm not even kidding. This is good shit, folks. This is live. The beer is all on Fat Mac. (laughs) The beer is all on. I said the bee and balls in beer <laughs> in my lap. <laughs> Fuck! I'm not kidding. I, like, so so your balls beer in spell. beer? I was trying to move shit around like, once we started recording, <laughs> which is stupid to begin with, but then it's like, bam! There it went. Down it went. Fuck! I should always start with a fresh can so I can open it on air. That's, that's a good reminder, folks. Always start with a fresh can. That's karma. Do do do. Damn it. Whatever. Ah. Whatever. I still save some of it. It's gonna be a little foamy. It's gonna be a little flat by the end, but I'll power through it. Cause I'm a soldier. And I am all in. Yes, folks. This episode, in respect to the Bucks, to Cody, and to everybody helping out in this whole giant event that has become the largest wrestling event. That's non-WWE since before WCW went under. In respect to all of them folks, this episode is going to be all, all in. We're not going to talk about WWE. We're not going to talk about TNA. We're not going to talk about Ring of Honor. We're not going to talk about New Japan. Other than what it correlates to these stories and to all in itself. Because obviously all in is using... Competitors from from everywhere, a little bit of everyone, except for WWE. It's kind of an all spot. Well, they're using former WWE talent, yeah, though, for sure. Yeah. Former WWE superstars such as such as Billy uh, Kidman and Rey Mysterio, and the list goes on, or at least them two. And Cody. <laughs> and Cody, yeah, and Cody, <laughs> and former former WWE superstar Stephen Amell. Yeah, yeah. So, um... Not fighting Cody, oddly enough. So we're going to talk about them. Plus, um, there is big breaking news of the PWI 500 ranking the top 500 wrestlers in the world. And we're going to sit down and talk about all 500 wrestlers in the new PWI 500. So, stick around. It's going to be a five-hour episode with... Oh, fuck, no. We decided not to do that. But we are going to talk about the top ten, bust that down. The number one, we're not going to uh, spoil it yet, which some of you probably know by now, maybe not. But does does involve All In. And then we'll just talk about the top, top ten and discuss it a little, so we'll talk a little WWE in that. But otherwise, not really. And then um, even our news notes and rumors, folks, if we find time to get to that, which sometimes we don't. But even then, uh, it's going to be... All in news. Again, some of it may pertain to other venues and other promotions, but it's going to be about all in. We're fucking balls in on this, pasty. Yes, we are. Balls in, balls on. Balls So, I mean, so other than that, how was your week so far, Pacey? It's, we got to get a little banter in here. It's been 
really interesting. One week since you looked at me. <laughs> Turned the channel on fight and watched all in. Well, that hasn't happened yet, but it's going to. Shit, you know, it's been an interesting adventure, you know. So I'm sticking my neck out there and trying some new things, and we'll see what happens. It worked pretty well for Beef Sticks Podcast last week, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah, it did. It, it did very well. Very well. I think, I think, it, I think the quality, I hope, I, um, the quality for everybody listening was much better. I'm sure there could be improvements yet. That was our first time doing a non-live podcast in about a year, more than in more than a year actually. And we're doing it in a different way than we did it before. So hopefully it worked out well. Hopefully it sounded well. I I, I listened to a few bits after it was uploaded. And I believe it sounded really good. Yeah. It almost but, makes um, me want to go through our catalog and delete all the episodes that sound like booty holes. Nah, I love our booty holes. I love our booty holes. Without the booty holes, where would the nutsack go to when it's cold outside? That's my question. Fart on my balls with your booty hole. Let my balls motorboat your sphincter. There you go. Sounds like a good time if you ask me. Sounds like a very good time. And good time indeed. Hashtag not my penis. Hashtag us as well. How about the uh, last last week? Did we discuss that whole um, one of the main broads in the Me Too movement is uh, pleading guilty to underage sex with a minor male? No, we didn't <laughs> talk that about that. Awesome? And worse, more, I never heard about that. <laughs> Oh, it's it's Andrew Andrew Zimmer's ex girlfriend. Oh shit! Yeah, remember? Um, or no, an, uh, not not Andrew Zimmer. Uh, Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, sorry, okay. the one that just passed away. The the cooler one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's his ex girlfriend. Man, she just she got busted. What's her name? Like, um, she's got one of them weird names. Like, not quite Amy, but Amless or something. And uh, she yeah, she pleaded guilty. She was she was apparently sexting this kid since he's been twelve. She fucked him at seventeen. And now he's like 27 and he's calling her out on it or he's like 21 or something like that. Um, Ain't that some shit. Well, it's just, I mean, it, it, it goes to show you that this men and women thing actually isn't as separated as people want it, want to make it out to be. It's not like the Me Too movement is bad. It's just that anybody who's the head of any of these things obviously did it right the, the politicians that are the most anti-gay and pass all the no gay laws are sucking dick in bathrooms you know what i mean and um it's so uh, it, it's like i guess actually it, it kind of def- it's the definition of me too because the women who are in power are also abusing young men the same way that the men in power are abusing young women they are just as equal as us well <laughs> in her credit she did wait five years before letting him go all in <laughs> balls in asia argento that's that's her name is asia asia excuse me argento i wonder if she gets miscalled sargento a lot and she's uh <laughs> 
Yeah, she was one of the main. She was one of the big women in the Harvey Weinstein things, and she's a top woman of the Me Too. And yep, all these men she's programmed been... me to do this. That's gonna be the she argument. Doing nothing different. That is gonna be your argument. <laughs> like Harvey Weinstein taught me how to sex twelve-year-old boys. It's like, bitch, no, it was your time in the Catholic Church, and you know it. Oh shit. Ah. Uh. I love it. I I love it, and not because the Me Too movement is bad. The Me Too movement is very good. I love it for the exact reason I said. Everybody's the fucking same, whether you're male or women. If you have power, you're gonna abuse that power. Mm-hmm. There's not one woman in power that's not abusing her power. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Power. Exactly. Exactly. So, it's it's not a bad thing. I mean, it might be a bad thing. I don't know. Is sexting a 12-year-old a bad thing? I mean, Honestly, it's worse than banging a 17-year-old. Sexting a 12-year-old is worse than banging... Yeah, 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 I would agree. Sexting a 12-year-old is worse than banging a 17-year-old. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. I agree with you there. So I don't think banging a 17-year-old is wrong. Gets less. It- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think at any in of any gender banging a seventeen year old is bad. As far as far as I go, if you're mature, it's it's your choice. Sixteen and up, with with an asterisk. There are sixteen year olds that it's like ah, they're fucking children in their head. But for the most part, sixteen and up, fucking you know what you're doing. You know whether you want a fucking dick in your pussy. There's no 16-year-old that doesn't... There's no 16-year-old man that doesn't know if he wants his dick in a pussy. There's no 16-year-old man that doesn't know if he wants a fucking dick in his ass. <laughs> right. At 16 years old, you can get behind a car and run a person over and take their life. You can fucking... You can suck some dick. <laughs> if, if the state has given you the right to murder somebody with your vehicle, you can suck some dick. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say that. I'm going to say it. Fair enough. People are going to say, but Fat Mac, the license doesn't give you a right to murder somebody with your vehicle. You go to jail. Fuck no, something can happen. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it wasn't my fault. It was under the ice. It was icy outside. I slid and I ran somebody over who was in the ditch. But you still murdered him with a vehicle and you still can suck dick. And if you get charged with murder, you'll probably be sucking dick. Oh, yeah. You're damn right. Male or female. Bitches don't know that them prison broads have huge clits. <laughs> Ain't no licking that shit. That's a full-on suck. Hashtag not my penis. <laughs> and that's why, folks, you should just keep it to hashtag potato poontang. Ain't no potato gonna tell on you. The great thing about potato poontang, you don't even want to fuck a 12-year-old potato. <laughs> You don't even want to touch all those eyes looking at you. (laughs) There's nothing about a 12 year old potato that makes you think about whipping your dick out. Let's not travel too much further down this rabbit hole because let's not talk about the age of the potato. You want to (laughs) fuck instead. Let's go all in or should I say. Balls in. Balls in to a potato. We just have to pay respect to buy all in by starting our first segment other than our kind of ramblings. 
with the all-in card as it is as of now. We are recording this 8-30-2018. Not the time 8-30, but the date 8-30, which means there are two days before all-in, three days before StarCast, the post-show for all-in. Um, I'm excited for both. I did not pre-order Fight, which could have gotten me tickets. I am... As of right now, still on the fence about ordering Fight. I really want to do it to support All In. <clears throat> I don't know what my bill collectors want me to do <clears throat> is the issue. But either way, I am watching it this week. One way or the other. I'm going to get you, get you, oh, yeah. get you, get you. I intend on watching it myself. I don't know about all the StarCast stuff, but... I'm excited for that. I want the roast of Bruce Pritchard. That's going to be yeah. badass. They have a um, uh, Death of WCW panel where Eric Bischoff is going to talk face-to-face -face with the writer of the book, The Death of WCW, and they're going to hash out their disagreements. Ooh. There's a Monday Night War segment. There is a live... Um, there's, a, uh, there's a bunch of Q&As and shit, but there's also a live uh, Botchamania with not only... Uh, Matthew himself, but guest star Tony Schiavone. So that should be fun. Yeah. There's also a Tony Schiavone. Um, oh, there, there, yeah. Um, there's going to be a uh, a Bruce Pritchard and Eric Bischoff face off. I believe there's going to be a um, is not a talk is Jericho. There's going to be a few different podcast segments. A lot of it sounds like it's really going to be good. I, I'm really excited for it. I am going to watch the StarCast shit. Whatever they air, I'm going to watch it because I'm just a glutton for that shit. Are you going to watch ICP commentating their Stranglemania 3? That's right. You said that's yeah. on there, too. If they, if they upload that, you d damn well I'm going to watch that. And if they don't upload it, it's going to be available for purchase. You can guarantee it. Yep. ICP doesn't do nothing without thinking about making money. <laughs> Not in a bad way, in a 100% business-oriented, positive way. So, without further ado, All In This Show is going to start on WGN America. That's right, folks. If you got a fucking satellite in your house, you're going to be able to watch All In. And it is going to start with Zero Hour, it's called. And Zero Hour... They went over budget. I'm sorry, Pasty. They went over budget. Oh, no. They couldn't afford to put everybody on the show. Not everybody could get on the show. But since they went over budget, they got an over budget battle royal. With some names that you'll know and love and maybe some names that you haven't seen yet. And you'll get a chance to, to check out and they may shine and you may want to get to know them more. So far, from what we hear, it's supposed to be 15 plus competitors. They have not named 15 competitors. No, they haven't. As of yet. But the competitors they do have is Jordan Grace, Moose, my man Rocky Romero, CM Punk's best friend slash worst enemy Colt Cabana. Oh, my God. Ethan Page. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you just waiting to see if it's a fucking uh, an angle the whole time? Yeah. Yeah, him? Colt comes know, in, eliminates him, saying. and they set up the fight for next year's All In. Ah! That, awesome? <laughs> that would be awesome. I've already thought of that. We also got Ethan Page, Brian Cage, 
Mr. Ass himself, Billy Guns, the man who gave up his job at WWE to be in a picture with the Bucks, Jimmy Jacobs, Marco Stunt, Brandon Cutler, and Ring of Honor TV champion, none other than Punishment Martinez. Dude, fuck yeah. Plus allegedly more. So so this Jardine Grace is a, is a female, obviously, yes? I honestly don't know uh, Jordan Grace, so I'm not sure. Go throw her in your Google machine and let me know, Loki. I will. I'm I, I'm honestly not sure. Maybe all the other names are male. I guess I assumed it was a male, but I shouldn't assume. Being, yeah, me too. Yeah, I think I think it's kind of important for them to have a female amongst males in an event that kind of rivals W what WWE is doing. So. Hang on. I mean, they have no other women on the show, so I don't know what that says. Or they do. They have a whole women's yeah, match. Yeah, I was going to say that. There's, there's I don't a, know why I'm just making that shit yeah, up. Yeah, Jordine Grace and is indeed a female who fights males. Good for her. Good for her. Well, all females fight males. Just not all professional. Am I right, men? That's right. <laughs> if you say he's right so, Go ahead and travel on over to the Facebook And hit up a man by the name of Sammy Strings Speak to him about healthy masculinity I like Sammy Strings, man I gave him a kiss I'm, I'm secure in my masculinity I give him a hug and a kiss He's a good man I really I really like his views Have you got a chance to uh, listen to his I album Whether I agree yet? or not <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, I did. I've only listened to it once. I'm not going to lie. I only listened to it once. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, so, yeah, yeah, shout out to good old Sammy Strings. And while we're plugging social media, we have to give a shout out to our Facebook page. You have to come visit us. We're at facebook.com forward slash Podcast. That's where you can find links to all of our old and new episodes you can find links to our archives. You can find news stories that pop up. You can find fun little uh, pictures and stories and videos and whatever you look for on stupid Facebook pages. That's what you're going to find on ours, plus us. That's facebook.com forward slash Podcast. Also, you can hit us up on Twitter at BeefsticksCSB. We try to stay in touch with you there. We Again, the, the same kind of similar stuff we post on Facebook. Uh, we try to do live um, interaction during a pay-per-view. This last pay-per-view, we didn't. We apologize. We were with family and friends and just kind of got... I'm sorry. Also, if you'd love to support our cause, take care of us, and be that kind of a person... You can check us out on patreon.com forward slash cloud style and support us for as little as a do- dollar. A dollar. Yes. As little as a dollar. We do have tiers of one, three, and five dollars a month. Each tier gets you new benefits and amazing opportunities inside the cloud you can style be family. friends with benefits. Yes. It'd be great. Also, we got a GoFundMe. GoFundMe. It's cloud. It's GoFundMe.com. Go to the search bar and put in Cloud Style Broadcasting, and you can fund us directly and put in any amount you want to give us. If you just inherited forty-seven million dollars and are trying to figure out what to do with it, 
Go check out GoFundMe.com and search Cloud Style Broadcasting. Throw us a measly $47 million. I mean, we'll make it work. We'll do something. We'll develop some bad crack habits, but we'll also keep putting out product. Yeah. Shilling. And since we're shilling, I'm willing to give a big old shout out to my friend, Smoking Joe Scarpolino. His new album, Just In Time, just released at the Galactic Get Down. Uh, you can listen to the album, purchase the album, or either physically or digitally at SmokingJoeOnline.com, as well as stream his wonderful masterpiece. This this album is, I gotta qualify it as a masterpiece. You can stream this new album on any streaming source available. So search him up, Smokin' Joe, today, and check out the album, It's About Time. This album is great it's uplifting it makes you feel it makes you look at life in a different light and every song is carefully done uh, by smoke and joe and several i believe there was 12 other artists involved in the production of this album from other well-known bands around the area so this is kind of a super group project uh if you're a fan of festival rock or or just just music if you like music check out smoking joe it's about time it'll be worth your time i guarantee it and then hit up smokingjoeonline.com and support them by picking up an album or buying a t-shirt yeah and if you like t-shirts you're not going to get one from winning the over-budget battle royal. But what they would get is a spot to face Ring of Honor champion Jay Lethal in a Ring of Honor championship match later on in All In. But that's not what we're talking about. we got to finish up the zero-hour oh show, God. Tasty. It's CM Punk. I'm telling you. CM Punk. <laughs> He's going to be Jay Ring Lethal of Honor champion. That would be... That'd be an amazing match. Oh. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> but the other show on the on the zero hour special on WGN Network, which cannot be undersold, is for veterans of the pro wrestling world. None other than the Briscoe brothers, Jay and Mark Briscoe, and SoCal Uncensored, Kazarian and Scorpio Sky. This is gonna be a good match. A very good match. Well, I'm very familiar with the Briscoes and Kazarian, but Scorpion Sky is somebody I don't believe I've heard of before. Scorpio Sky, Scorpio and he, Sky. he's got... Um, Velvet Sky's brother. He, he, he works very well with Kazarian style, very similar to Kazarian style. I'm a little more active, but he's obviously um, much his junior. This is a conflict of styles. Uh, the Briscoes, obviously, they're more uh, brawling and, um, uh, what is it, hillbilly kung fu that he does? <laughs> hillbilly, uh, oh man, what's the, oh, I just spaced off the, the term. Um, uh, redneck kung fu, redneck kung fu. And um, Kazarian and Sky um, do more aerial stuff. Kazarian, of course, in his later years, now he's been much more of a, a mat wrestler, technician, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. This is going to be a fun match. If you're not familiar with Scorpio Sky or even any of these guys, 
I recommend just tuning your channel to your local WGN uh, station and watching. Oh yeah. What do you What do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? You have an hour of your life to lose. You know, instead of sitting there and playing Fallout, instead of sitting there and playing Fortnite, instead of sitting there and rubbing your genitals with a potato, some you fucking, sick fuckers with a potato. Instead of spending time with your children or your wife, instead of taking a walk and taking care of your health, instead of cooking and feeding your family, take an hour out to support All In. Yeah. It, it's a much better cause. So that's our that's what, what WWE would call the kickoff show. Then we move into the actual All In event. And we have the women's match that didn't exist uh, 45 seconds ago. But now it does, because it's the magic of podcasting. And my fucking slip-up of just making up the fact that it didn't exist. We had Chelsea Green versus Madison Rain versus Britt Baker versus Tessa Blanchard in a fatal four-way rock'em, sock'em, knock'em-out battle brawl broad beat them to the finish because females... The victory to the vagina who can handle the most inside you. Fucking fight amongst them. Just cook it, cut in at any time you want, pasty, because <laughs> I'm running out of adjectives to describe this. Uh, well, I mean, it's a fatal four-way. I know Madison Rain, and I know Tessa Blanchard, and I believe that is the extent of my knowledge in this match. Um, it sounds like a slobber This, I, I hate to say it, and I'm just going to say it. All in, this is your WWE obligatory throw all the women yep. in on one match to say we had women on the pay-per-view. I'm not going to lie. There's nothing on the line. There's I, I don't know how much story goes into this. I'm happy they have women on here, but this, I, I got, if I call out WWE, I got to call out everybody. I'm calling them out, pasty. All right. Yep, one woman match in. to start off the show and one woman to start off the battle royale, according to the list we have compiled right in front of us. Yep. Um, I suppose. Um, obviously, this is our prediction show, and I'm failing as a human being. Let alone oh yeah, a uh, podcaster, <laughs> let alone a predictor. I suppose we need to fucking make some predictions, don't I we? I think we should probably. The, the fans demand it. The fans demand it. Who do you got in the OBBR? CM Punk. Yeah, we, we don't know everybody yet, and I'm assuming it's not going to be one of the people who are listed that will win. Um, Billy Gunn? Obviously. You think Billy Gunn's going to win? Cause I, <laughs> obviously, because I kind of figured well, that's where you were going. As soon as I seen Colt Cabana, I was like, oh, Punk. I still think, I, 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 in my heart of hearts, I believe CM Punk will be involved in All In, but I believe it will not be in a wrestling capacity. That being said, a run-in is a gray area. Yeah. Could he just run in and pull Colt Cabana over without being in it? Maybe. Um, I still see him as being maybe even less than that. I, I don't see him getting that physical. Um... It is. It does. I see him though, getting the, physical, the whole, but not um, in a wrestling capacity. 
Yeah. Like brawling. The fact that backstage or Colt and Punk have been such good friends and this whole thing yeah. came out of nowhere uh-huh. screams storyline. Yeah, and then you gotta think of it's it's the Bucks, it's the it's Cody, it's the Elite. This is definitely would be their yeah. way of thinking. But I am gonna say the Bucks are throwing a bone to the guy that put his job in jeopardy to support his friends. Jimmy Jacobs is getting the win here. Um, he doesn't need it, but he's getting it. I'm going to give it to the zombie princess, Jimmy Jacobs. Also, I strive to be a zombie princess in my day-to-day life, so, you know. So, I guess that brings us also to the Briscoes versus SoCal Uncensored. Um, I let you go first on that one. We can vice versa. That way neither one of us is taking the advantage. Um, I'm going to... I don't know if there's a storyline going into this. All four of these men are in Ring of Honor, and I should know this. Sorry, folks. I don't know if there's a storyline going into this. I'm going to go with them boys and uh, give the Briscoes this one. Oh, yeah. You always got to back the Briscoes, and so do I. So that settles that. That settles that. Which, if this is anything like WWE, as we've said in the past, fucking pre-show doesn't matter anyway, so funk it. Alright, that brings us to the main show, and as we said, there's a fatal four-way between the Femme Fatales. Pasty, your finalist for this fracas. Um... Did you know I knew that many F-words? Without dropping the F-word? If he hollers, let him go. I'm gonna <laughs> fuck. You're gonna fuck. Uh, I I I did all those f words without saying the f word, and you just dropped it out of nowhere. <laughs> That's disrespectful to my vocabulary prowess. I'm gonna go with Chelsea Green, being as I know nothing about her, and I'm Green. I will tell you this: she is a better wrestler than Chelsea Handler. That's good to know. See, uh, part of me wants to say Madison Rain because I think maybe she's doing this big whole comeback thing. But see, this gets again. This is kind of a gray area because this is all in, and this isn't Ring of Honor. This isn't New Japan. This isn't uh, um, Women of Honor. This isn't right. any of them. But with so much momentum and pushing behind Tessa Blanchard, and since she is a big name. I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna take the easy. To me, this is the easy pick. Tessa Blanchard. I know it's an easy pick. I apologize, but it's what I'm doing. I'm taking the easy pick. Tessa Blanchard. After that, we have the second match, which is Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels versus Arrow himself, Stephen Amell, in a match that fucking is happening. It's happening for reasons. And there are reasons. I do know. Well, I do know that Cody is actually good friends with Stephen Amell, and they got to know each other during uh, Stephen Amell's SummerSlam appearance. So, I mean, it's right around the anniversary of, uh, what was it, three years ago he was in SummerSlam? Yep. Right about there. He he is a SummerSlam contestant. Uh, And uh, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I remember walking away from that show being like, fuck, he's one of the best celebrities who have been in ring that I can remember. I mean, he did awesome. He was in there with Neville, wasn't it? 
Him and Neville? Yeah. Pac? Yep. It was Pac. What are the odds that, uh, we didn't talk about that. We haven't talked about it. Oh, yeah, it. no, that could happen. There's, Pac, allegedly, we don't know, but allegedly people are saying that Pac's contract is up with WWE. Like, he's completely free. Like, even his 90-day non-complete clause is free. Nobody has officially said that, but there's rumors flying. That's very interesting. And so if, if he indeed he did somehow get out battle. of his contract, I would like to know how he's escaping his 90-day non-complete clause if he does indeed show up at All In, like many people speculate he will. Unless he, unless it's been 90 days since he's been off. We don't right. know. You know, but he could show up at the over-budget battle royal, for all we know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought I'd throw that out there since we were just talking about it. That should be a news, and you didn't even have that news, Batman. Are you sure you still want to go with Jimmy Jacobs and not a shot in the dark like I did? Uh, you know what? Just for the sake of, of, you know, just both of us throwing it out there. Yeah, let's both pick somebody who not only isn't mentioned, but has a good reason for not showing up. CM Punk says he's done with wrestling. He shouldn't show up. And as far as anybody knows, Pac is still under WWE contract, and he shouldn't show up. So sure, I'm going to change mine to Pac. CM Punk and Pac. Let's see what happens. I want to see Kevin Owens show up for the Battle Royale, too. I'm going to be so pissed if, like, CM Punk and Pac just have a one-on-one match in the middle of the show, and we both get screwed out of our pick, but we were both right about them showing up. (laughs) You son of a bitch! I'm just kidding. Kevin Owens quit WWE on Raw. Yeah. Walked away. He's all in. No 90-day compete clause. <laughs> Fuck off. See, but the thing here is, is Kevin Owens is Triple H's, like, He's first guy. And if Triple H sees value in this and, and networking with these people, maybe he'd pull his guy and send him over there. And I think Kevin Owens maybe would be. Pull, maybe he'll pull his guy multiple times until he just goes everywhere and just lets loose. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to pull your guy for a while. Yeah. Let him know you love him. But that'd be something to see. That would be, um, un- this, the, the definition of unfathomable. Truly, truly unfathomable. Um, Obviously, though, with so him quitting could... on Rod's storyline, I don't expect to see Kevin Owens, but that's just a note I wanted to add in. Uh, obviously, yeah, obviously <laughs> not. Um, so you picked first last time. I'll pick first this time. I'm going to say that All In is trying to be different than WWE, in which case the celebrity won't win. I think they're trying to separate themselves. I'm going to pick the fallen angel Christopher Daniels to win this in what I think will be a very acceptable match. Yeah. I'm with Christopher Daniels as well. Um... My thoughts here is why the hell isn't he paired with Kazarian against the Briscoes? That would be a much better match in my mind, not knowing who Scorpio Sky is. My well, number one, you could put Kaz Stephen Amell against been... anybody. Put him against somebody who you know maybe stands, or he he maybe stands a chance of beating. I definitely don't see him beating Daniels. Put him against the Beer City Bruiser, Cheeseburger. Give him Cheeseburger. Che- 
Cheeseburger versus Beer City Bruiser is going to be part of the um, uh, Jericho uh, Cruise. What, uh, Cruise of Honor. What is it? What is Ring of Honor's tournament? Uh, Water of uh, uh, Ring of Water. Anyways, the yeah the the Ring of Honor tournament on the Cruise of Rock and Sockum Robots. <laughs> I think I think you got the point across. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, so SoCal Uncensored is a tag team, and I'm guessing they got something going on with the Briscoes right now in Ring of Honor. That's my guess. I don't know. Also, my guess is Stephen Amell, even though he impressed me at SummerSlam, he impressed me because of the talent he was with. It was Pac and him versus two other people, and I don't remember who. Stardust and, and Goldust, probably. Oh, okay. So, three very competent professional wrestlers. My guess is you have a celebrity coming in like Stephen Amell. You put him with somebody who you know is going to give him the best match possible. And Christopher Daniels is like AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. That's why they always put them in as the Trinity. He could have a great match with a fucking broomstick. Yeah. So my guess is that's why they're doing that. Part of me would ask Um, why Stephen Amell wasn't just used in the Battle Royale. But at the same time, he's got star power, and it would be better to have him on. He probably wants money to have him on anyway, and the money he would get would be from being on the show and not the pre-show, zero hour. Yeah, as much as as All In wants to be different in WWE, they still are all about making a profit. It's not about the art. It's about the profit. That's even how it started. It's like, oh, yeah, we could sell out a 10,000-seat arena. It's about money. So, yeah, why not? Why not put a face on there why not up next we have a newly christened chicago street fight this actually just came yesterday they just announced that this is going to be a chicago street fight joey janella um most of you will know from mlw wrestling if you watch mlw wrestling one of the big standouts from there versus the bullet club's own hangman adam page Pasty, where are you at on this one? You haven't seen a lot of uh, Mr. Janela, have no. you? No. Let me just say, he's the wave of the future. Before you make any predictions, I'm just going to tell you, he's the wave of the future. Well, that's the future. Adam Hangman Page the is future. the wave of the now. He is the fucking mid-carder <laughs> of the now. You are damn right. Uh, I'll crack a beer to that. I kind of predict... Um, I spilled my beer! No, I didn't. I kind of predict Bullet Club members to win overall on All In, being it a Bullet Club production. You don't feel that's, like, um, obvious and predictable? I mean, if the matches are outstanding, which I know they're going to be, no. It it could be played off to be very well if, if they all manage to win. Well, I I don't know. Joey Janela know how to swing a chair? Does he wear jeans good? Joey Janela knows how to swing a chair. Um, the man. Because Adam Hammett, Adam Adam Page, he's not the best. Adam Page wears jeans all the time. Does Joey Janela wear jeans well? He's not the best um, Calvin Klein model. Let me just say that. Think I'm going page. He's turning the page by picking Adam. 
And Mac is turning the Janella by picking Joey. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with him. I think this is all about promoting independence, and I think they're going to push a young up and comer, especially when it. Nobody gives a fuck if Adam Page loses. No offense to Adam Page, I like the guy and he's competent, but I don't I don't give a shit if he wins or loses. I'm not invested in him the way I am. Say, uh, so you won't go all in for Paige? A Marty Skrull, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I love. Uh, no, I wouldn't. I've, and I've and I've been honest about that. I've said that through our whole existence of this podcast. I don't dislike Adam Page, but he's at my bottom of Bullet Club members. He's 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 under um the Tongas, which we I still don't know if they're part of the fucking no, Bullet Club they're, or they're not. Firing they're firing squad. Part of a faction. Well, they're, they're firing squad. We don't know that firing squad isn't a, a... dude. It, it's getting fucking fucked up. We already got like, um, well, that's not, I mean, we, we can get into later on and shit like that. And then what's that? The cruise is uh Jericho and the bucks, yeah, the bucks of Jericho against three bullet club members. Yeah. They're against fucking hangman page, Cody and fucking, uh, is it Skrull or like, yeah, so it's like, I don't know what's going on with the Bullet Club. Everybody's fighting each other. Nobody knows who's on whose side. The Bucks are with Kota Ibushi now and fucking Cody and Omega still hate each other and we just don't know what the fuck's going on. I feel like they just gave up and they're like, all right, now we're just going to start booking Cody matches. and Omega don't hate each other right now. We don't give a shit. We don't give a Cody shit. Cody and Omega are on a good terms right now as far as I know. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, Cody it's came in to defend the club when when the firing squad yeah, broke up. Yeah, but is that, is that like when fucking Kevin Nash was defending NWO Hollywood right before he turned on them and started the Wolfpack? Or is it genuine? You know, it's like there's all these avenues that we don't know what the fuck's going on. And we know, won't know what's going on until, I, I do believe, after this event. Uh, yeah, easily not. I, I, I assume something big that isn't even like on paper, like the names aren't on paper. And I'm not saying new people are coming in, but I assume something big's going to happen at this event because this is their mm-hmm. event. So you would hope something, something big, whether it's um, somebody, I, I don't know, whether it's somebody joining the Bullet Club or Club new whether it's something with the firing squad getting somebody defecting from the bullet club, whether it's somebody huge joining the firing squad from somewhere else. You know, what if, what if Roman Reigns shows up in the firing squad? <laughs> I want him to do like a, a, a fake Roman Reigns. Like the fake yeah, thing? Yeah, or fake diesel. Should we just get up? Why don't they just... Why don't they have Stephen Amell fucking um, talk to his other DC mate, the Submariner, and say, Hey, Aquaman, we need a Roman Reigns. <laughs> just throw on a vest. Wet your hair. Fucking... Do you know how to... Do you know how a, a shotgun cocks? Can you do that with your arm? <laughs> You're it. You're in. We got it. Book it. It's gold. Somebody give me Aquaman. Uh, 
Oh my give me Aquaman. Okay, yeah. I want that at WrestleMania, Roman Reigns versus Aquaman for the Universal Championship. Make it happen. Make it a fucking pool match. They have to wrestle in the water. <laughs> no, in a, a shark cage. In a shark Fucking it, they're going to drown, Pacey. <laughs> well, one of them won't. No, no, you know what fucking WWE would do? They would have them two wrestling in a pool with somebody hung in a shark cage above the a water. A shark hung in a cage above the water. They don't know how shark cages work. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, they don't know how shark cages work. They're like, oh, you you hang shark cages above things, right? <laughs> Fuck no, you put them underneath shit. Sharks don't fly in the sky. Nobody's no no f- sharks are jumping out of the rafters. To get fucking chinless It's McGee the main event there. of the night, but they hang the shark cage up at the beginning of the night, and the shark's just sitting in there dying and then slowly spoiling until the main event, and the shark's dripping nasty goo on the contenders. The shark has become his own chum. <laughs> it's a hot day. God damn it, pal! I spent all day without being in water. What are you doing dying up there? God damn it! I don't want to hear you sneeze. God damn it, pal! God damn it. I want to see a shark poop on somebody. I don't like poop humor. But remember, like, when the big boss man and Al Snow had that had that dog fight where the dogs just ran around and humped each other and pooped? Yeah. And it was in a cage? Yep. Like, do sharks... Uh, sharks poop. I mean, fish poop. I, I've never seen I've a shark, never seen a shark, a shark poop. poop. I don't want to see a shark poop, but if I'm ever going to see a shark You'd poop... You'd think that I would be a whole be... hour on Shark Week. It, it could shark be. shit. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't watch Shark Week because I'm a fucking air breather. But... Shark scat attack. Shark poop. I'm going to make and that show gonna, for next year, Shark Week. If, if I'm going to see a shark poop, I want it to be hanging above a WWE ring. Otherwise, I don't need to see a shark poop. It's not something I need in my life. I'm just saying if it's going to oh, no, happen, no. that's how We're I making want a documentary, happen. an hour-long documentary for Shark Week called Shark Scat Attack, no, you... where we show scenes of sharks shitting while somebody scats the background music. That's all, that's all you and Strata. That's all you and Strata. You take the photos, Strata can scat. And he can make sounds with his mouth. Rim shot again, motherfuckers! And I'll just eat the steak. And then we're good. Alright. I'll edit the shit. I'll produce and edit. Produce by... I don't want my name on that shit. One day I try, try my hand in Hollywood. We got somebody coming up. Goes by Fat Mac. Really good. I've seen some of his work. Show me something. I produced this segment where sharks are pooping and his hippies scatting and making sounds with his voice. <laughs> this fucker's never going to work in Hollywood again. <laughs> he never has, sir. God damn it. Hire him and fire him just so God, I can say Kind of like a practical Joker's uh, Murr in his damned movie. <laughs> oh, right? I almost... I, I started watching the movie, too, because that was on... YouTube as well, <laughs> and I didn't give. I started time. watching it, but then I uh, then I got distracted by somebody yelling, "Larry, <laughs> hey, Larry!" <laughs> Which I think is funny as fuck because Larry is the name of Murr's character, Larry the Angel. 
in that movie. And so I think oh, that's there's, there's the inside joke that. that they, why he there's runs around yelling, Larry. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't tell. Oh, by the way, folks, not only should you order all in and support your local wrestlers, if you don't have, um, which these aren't sold out, if you don't have tickets to uh, Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Cruise, you need to get tickets to that. Not only are you going to get some of the most amazing wrestling ever, Ring of Honor tournaments, shit you ain't never heard of, you're going to have great rock shows. Um, Corey Taylor is going to be there from Slipknot. But also, the, the Impractical Jokers are going to be yes. there. And you get to check out the Impractical Jokers live on the water. Which isn't their so, first time on a cruise. A free shout out to Jericho's cruise, too. We don't get paid for this shit. We shout so many people out. We don't get paid for shit. Come on, Smoking Joe. Where's that cash? <laughs> I'm just saying. But that's all right. So next up on list. God damn. Have we been... How long have we been rambling? Oh, we're good. We're good. We're not even at an hour yet. Woo-hoo. Fuck it. God, this is the shortest segment we got paced. Shitting in a shark cage, taking up all our time. Shitting in a shark cage. Okay, so we got we got Fat Max Nut Buster of the Week. This is two of my favorite, my favorite, not only my favorite New Japan pro wrestler, but my favorite wrestler of all time, or maybe not of all time, but but currently wrestling today, Kazuchika Okada versus my favorite Bullet Club member, Marty Skrull, the villain. Holy shit. Um, Holy shit. You did the last one, Yeah, but I'm going to do this one. And say, guess who the only guess who the me? only Bullet Club member to lose tonight's gonna be? And I'm picking Okada. You think it's gonna be the villain, huh? Yeah. Okay, I um, you know a lot's happened lately. Why'd you write villain? I didn't pick on. villain. I've picked Okada. Okada. Oh, sure, yeah. I didn't put villain. I put Rainmaker. You need to learn to read, <laughs> son of a bitch. God damn it. Um, yeah, a lot of shit's been happening to Okada lately. He's been, uh, he hasn't been at the height of where he once was. He's falling faster than Tanahashi, although he rose faster than Tanahashi. So maybe he's burning out a little too quickly. Okada, I still love you better. I'm putting my money on the villain. I knew you would, which is why I answered so, first. Um, which is okay because this—I mean, this is this is my match, pasty. I don't give a fuck who wins. Honestly, it's like I don't give a fuck who wins. If if you and I are tied through this whole fucking thing, and this is the time tie, tiebreaker, I still don't give a fuck who wins because I want to see this match. I'm I'm so stoked for this match. I'm so excited for this match. My dick's a little hard. My nipples are erect. They're leaking some milk. I'm not sure why. That's been happening for days, though. It has nothing to do with this. Um, my toes are itchy. I need some gold bond medicated powder. This this is my my pick for um, the match that's going to... This is the sleep. I, I don't know if this is a sleeper match. These are two of the best on the planet. Yeah, I don't think it's a sleeper um, match. But I think it's going to be the best match of the night. I will say that. I think this is the best match of the night. I'm going to... All that right now. 
you're not going to find two better workers. You're not. I've looked. That being said, the Ring of Honor Championship match. This is not the main event, folks. They have announced what the main event is. This lineup I'm giving you is the lineup that's um, alleged. But we know what the main event's going to be. And it's not what I think anybody expected. Um, surprised me because I honestly thought, well, well, we'll get to it. We haven't even got there yet. We'll get to it. Ring, Ring of Honor Championship match. The man, Jay Lethal. Ooh, yeah. Defending his title against whoever wins the over-budget Battle Royal. So, Pacey... Not only are we, I mean, we are predicting on a prediction on this mm. one. Right? I mean, just yeah. anything, I mean, we could just be wrong. We could be right. I'm going for the be up all night. strong chance of being wrong route, and I'm picking my pony on it. You've you fucking picked first like three in a row. Do I get a chance? Yeah, to I take it back. Like, I take it back. Can I just? I mean, you just want to fucking take over, man? It's okay. I'm gonna go make a hey. sandwich while you're. Hey, guess what? You could just erase this part. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna erase this part. I love it. We don't erase on this show. We just waste time. We just waste time. It is it is awkward, man. It's like fuck. We're not live anymore. We can edit this shit out. We didn't edit anything out from last week's episode, folks. I'm not going to lie to you. Nothing was edited out. We added in two audio segments. uh, But they were audio segments that we already knew about ahead of time. And we played them in our head. So it's like it happened. We ain't editing shit on in this show. We edit everything out on the other shows. Fucking Butter Pop Culture is a seven-hour show. You don't even understand how much we take out of that to make us sound halfway decent. It's horrible. It's like trying to fucking put makeup all over these trailer park trashes. It's like we just fucking cake the shit on. It's a lot of work. It's a horrible show and we make it listenable. But not be Not sick. for you. You get it raw and uncut. We leave it horrible. We leave this shit horrible. <laughs> Wait a second. I mean, it's always good. <laughs> That's what I meant. Uh, so you're, you're going to see him punk on this, huh? You think he's taking home the championship? Yeah. Then I am going to just be stubborn and pick the opposite since it's really a fucking shot in the dark because we don't even know what's happening. Um, I'm going to pick the only person I know who's in the match <laughs> so I at least have a fucking 50% chance of winning it. I'm going Take Jay the easy way out, you motherfucker. I think Pac lost to Jay Lethal. If Pac wins the Royal Rumble, do you really expect him to lose to Jay Lethal? I don't. Honestly, yeah, I think it would. I think it would start a uh, story between them two. No. Yeah. Definitely. Anybody who brings Neville into their company wants to elevate him to the highest level right away. That's how you're going to get the most value out of him. Um. Yes. You know, no, since I'm I taking mean, a swing in the dark, I should get to add that on too. That if Pac does win the Royal Rumble, Pac beats Jay Lethal. I'll take it as a. What are you adding that? I'll take onto? it as a quarter of a Wait, point. What are you adding? Quar- so you're, okay, adding so it onto CM my CM Punk. Punk. And Pac yeah. are winning. You're saying. I'm saying, you're saying CM Punk is winning. They're both winning. But in the off chance that Let's Pac go, is oh, in the Royal Rumble there. and wins How's it. How's that? Does that look good? I don't know how to. I don't know how to write. Does that well, look I don't know. Good? Wait. 
Does that look what? good? Did it update on your side? I don't know what's going I don't know. on. I can only see my screen. I can't see it over here. It hasn't loaded up yet. I put, okay, I put your pick as CM Punk or Pac. Either one. If you could just put the winner of the over-budget battle royal as my pick. <laughs> no, because you don't get to pick any of them. You don't get to pick Jordan Grace. Motherfucker, if you think Jordan Grace is winning, you're going to pick Jordan Grace. But I'll allow you to insert Pac into your cavity. All right. Because it's definitely right, more so logical took, of Pac so you, to be so there, be Pac. in, and be in this match later on in the night. Okay, so you're going to let Pac insert himself <laughs> in you. Gotcha. You got that. Yeah, Shut give up. me that mighty mouse. Gotcha. <laughs> Here I come to save the... Hey! <laughs> That's not your mouse hole. <laughs> Motherfucker, that ain't I got a gerbil for that. On. Lemon winks, lemon winks, I'm on my way. <laughs> I bought a gerbil at the winks. petting zoo. If Richard Grigg can do it, I can too. NWA Championship match. This is the match everybody's talking about. This is not only NWA finally. I mean, don't get me wrong. You and I have been talking about how they've built themselves up and there's so much more than they used to be. They're not what they were. They used to be one of the pinnacles. You know, there used to be a top three, and it was AWA, WWF, and NWA. But AWA and NWA fell away. We all admit that. Billy Corgan has been building this brand back up. Nick Aldis, who some of you may remember as Magnus from his time in TNA with the... uh, uh, British Americans, whatever, what are they called? The British Invasion, the British Alliance. Anyways, uh, he's he's helping, he's helping. And now we get the NWA Championship match. Nick Aldis, the NWA Champion, defending his title against Cody Rhodes. Cody, who comes from a lineage whose name is synonymous with NWA. The Rhodes family has been NWA for years. They lived and breathed NWA. Dusty Rhodes is cemented. If there was an NWA um, Hall of, or, uh, um, uh, Mount Rushmore, um, it would be full of people that killed a bunch of Indians because that's how they do it. It would be full of native killers. But if it wasn't that and we did it off of people that were good, unlike the uh, presidential one, there would be Dusty Rhodes, there would be Ric Flair, there would be Sting, and there would probably be uh, Ole Anderson. No, uh, Magnum TA. Easily Magnum TA. But there's not. But no, it's Cody Rhodes. This is going to be a good uh, one. It's the NWA legacy. I don't want to pick first. So the Rhodes go ahead. It's, basically, it's... If you count... If you count the Rhodes legacy as... Uh, as NWA history, then it's the old versus the new, even though Cody Rhodes has never actually been in NWA. Um, I'm taking this one, Pasty. I'm taking, taking it. it. I'm going to say that Cody Rhodes wins it for his father. Yes. I'm going to say they give this to him. I'm going to say Billy Corgan <laughs> would love I mean, NWA in general would love to have Cody be their flag bearer. Because as much as I think Nick Aldis is a, is a really good champion, 
And as much as I think Cody Rhodes, in the scheme of all of independence, isn't the best wrestler right now, fuck if his name isn't going to carry a hell of a lot more weight with that NWA championship than Nick <coughs> My question and is, does he come out at all in with the bleach white hair like his dad again? Um, he should. That I don't know. But what I was going to say is I'm going to I'm going to put it out there that if he wins the NWA championship, he defends it as Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he's come out and said WWE does not own the Rhodes name. He mm-hmm. owns it. He just doesn't use it out of respect. If he if he's if he's defending the NWA championship, he's defending it under Rhodes mm-hmm. as respect. Yeah. So I'm going to say Cody. I'm going to say Cody Rhodes. And I, I don't even think... You think um, this will be his best match yet? Uh, what's his best match yet? I th- I, you know what? If this can top him versus Goldust, maybe. But no, I don't think it will. Nick Aldis... Um, Nick Aldis has a very different style than Cody. He, Nick Aldis is very much a swift brawler. If that's a style. If it's not, I made it up. Well, a brawler he's is going to trip up to... Cody's technical prowess, so. I would love to see, I would love to see Nick Aldis try to, um, I would love to see him try to fight Cody at Cody's own game, at least to begin with, and then maybe go back to his brawling-ness. Maybe. Maybe. I'm excited for this one. I'm excited just because the outcome, because like you say, I I think Cody Rhodes is going to win as well. And become the first second generation NWA champion in history. And if Nick Aldis, you know, if he's out of, uh, if he loses the NWA championship, he could get called up to WWE alongside his wife, Mickey James. Or his girlfriend. I think it's his girlfriend. I don't think they're married. Ooh. But, but they're a couple couple of characters if you catch my drift. I don't know what the fuck that I definitely is. think stupid. I either Cody should come out at all in with his hair bleached back, or after he wins the championship, he should bleach it back. I don't know why he went back to black. What if he came out and fucking, um, what if he came out and polka dotted <laughs> fucking trunks? I could see it. I, yeah, I could definitely see it. Something. You know what? How about this? How about Cody Rhodes comes out looking the exact same? But, um, um, oh shit, not, not Charlie. What the fuck's, um, not theater. What the fuck's the bear's name? What if he comes out with like a dusty curly wig and a polka dot? Bernard the business bear. Bernard, Bernard. (laughs) Yeah. What if Bernard comes out dressed as, as old dusty? Let me tell you something, baby. These are hard times. Hard times for a bear out there, baby. I try to get them picnic baskets. But I tell you what, baby, no, them picnic baskets ain't as easy to get. I grew up scavenging for berries. And let me tell you something you don't know about scavenging for them berries. But I'm going to tell you a little something right now. I'll give you that bionic bear claw. And I ain't talking about the donut in your box. No, I'll give you the bear claw and you be down. Baby, one, two, three. And that's how Bernard... Those hard times, baby. <laughs> it was a horrible dusty roads, but I'm glad. Hey, it was it. it was a good promo. If you overlooked that, <laughs> <laughs> right? 
Um, next now, this up. next one is, is kind of weird. Is this like a for sure thing now? Because I had heard that Pentagon this and one is other... announced. I heard that Pentagon and one other this... person had kind of been pulled from some other things leading to believe that they were headed to WWE and therefore wouldn't be... This is, as of now, officially okay. announced. That doesn't mean the card isn't subject to right. change. But as of today, we only have two days. So you would hope something this big would be fairly set in stone. This match... Oh, I, let me put it this way. If Okada versus Skrull was not on the card, this would be the match that I was looking forward to the most. Yeah. Two goats in their own respective This right. is my number one match, especially after Pentagon Jr.'s match with... Uh, What's-his-face? The hair versus mask match. Uh, yeah, nuts is yeah, what. Yeah, nuts is what. That was it. Fuck. O-V-E. Matt. Sammy Callahan. Yeah, there you go. Sammy. I don't know why I went to Matt. Matt, Matt Sammy. <laughs> Matt Sammy. <laughs> I was talking about <laughs> a wrestling mat. I was just throwing out things that might jog your memory. Exactly. It was on a mat. It was on a mat. Remember, there were ropes. A couple turnbuckles involved. That, that's what, yeah, that's what made me think of Sammy was the mat and the turnbuckles. Yeah. <laughs> I was following you. I was following you. I was with you the whole way. Um, so this is a non-title match, folks. Let me let me emphasis and double down on that. A non-title match. Yeah. Between if that doesn't the say it IWGP all. <laughs> against the IWGP champion Kenny Omega. Taking on Pentagon Jr. Uh, this, man, this match. I, it's going to be I, fucking I hate when, amazing. like, the matches I love the most, I have so little to say about because in my head it just says it all. And that's where, like, Okada and Skrull, it's like, I don't have a lot to say. This is another one. I don't have a lot to say other than pentagon is just he can be so vicious and he knows how to do everything to win and kenny has seemed to be backing away from that he doesn't seem to be that anything to win guy anymore is that gonna play a role in this I, I don't remember where we're at on who's picking first well anymore. you pick we first on the last round. one but since i did three in a row you can pick first here if you want Okay, so if I'm picking I first... I think it's going to be the same outcome. Um, I'm going to say... And, and and you're going back on your fucking word because you said all the fucking Bullet Club guys are winning. But I think... I, I think it's hard to... It's hard to deafen my ears to the screaming and non-title, non-title, non-title. I think Pentagon Jr. ends up winning this... And, um, not only that, I think he's going to play a part in the main event. I think he's going to play a part in the main event. But I'm going to go Pentagon Jr. as my official pick. Playing a part in the main event is off the records, off the books. It's between you and I, Pasty, and nobody else. Sorry, little secret. All right. But I'm picking, uh, yeah, I'm picking Pentagon Jr. For the win, but not for the title. Yeah, I'm right there with you. 
it says non-title match. I think they could have just not said it. It would be better to not say it. If they didn't say it, though, he'd walk away IWGP champion. But, I mean, if they... I don't know. If they did it last... If they did it last minute, it'd be more of an insult to us. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, last minute... Oh, no, it's not non-title. Oh, fuck! That changes everything. You know, I'm glad they said it ahead of time. They could throw us off. They could throw us off, and Pentagon could beat the, the champion of the International Wrestling Grand Prix! I gotta stop doing that, Pacey. I shout into the mic, and that's not good. I need to pre. I need to shout out sideways, but I still feel like I'm shouting to someone's face. I like to imagine that our our listeners are my mic, and our missionary, our listeners are just weird looking people. And uh, you know, mics. I don't really like the fact that you called me out on my not going with the Bullet Club, so I'm changing mine. I'm going to say Kenny Omega pulls it out. Going, going from PJ to KO. I didn't call you out just because you mentioned it at the beginning of the fucking thing. And then, and then you didn't pick any fucking Bullet Club members to win. <laughs> What's up with that? What's I up did. with that? I None picked Hangman Page. You didn't pick Adam Page. You didn't pick Marty I Skrull. picked Page. I didn't, didn't pick Skrull. Fucking I picked... Cody. <laughs> you didn't pick Kenny Omega. You didn't pick any of them. None of them. <laughs> Not a one. Look right here. It says, Chicago Street Fight, Joey Janela versus Adam Page. You pick Firing Squad, you motherfucker. <laughs> it's complete opposite. They're not even in the match. What's the matter with you? Get them Tongans out of there. <laughs> I like Tongans. I like Tongans. They're all right. They're good people in my book because they can whoop my ass. <laughs> Brings us to that's that's how I gauge if I like people. Oh, you can kick my ass. You're a cool guy. I can kick your ass. Fuck you. <laughs> um, it's the American way, folks. Main event. Uh, I did not see this being the main event. I think this has taken a lot of people by surprise. I think between Omega Pentagon and um, Cody Aldis, we all kind of assumed that those would be and maybe Okada's yeah. girl. But no, they've decided to take six just amazing badass wrestlers and close the show out with a fucking slobber knocker with really nothing on the line other than we want to make this show the best show ever so these six guys are going to do everything they can fucking do to make sure that's the only match you remember at the end of the night. That's the way I look at this. Oh yeah, no. This and is this is fucking. We, it's gonna be fun. It is. We got the Golden Elite. That's right, folks. That's right. We got Kota Ibushi, Kenny Omega's partner, teaming up with the Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, versus Rey Mysterio, the brother of Pentagon Junior, Rey Phoenix. And Bandito. In, I'm just going to repeat myself, what is sure to be a match that they're trying to make the only match you The remember. ultimate spot fest. <clears throat> they have, the Bucks are obviously in this match, but Bucks, Cody, everybody involved 
has to have confidence that these six guys are just going to put mm. on a son of a bitch of a match. Am yeah, right? Randy Orton's going to be pissed. Oh, yeah, Randy Orton's going to hate <laughs> this shit. Yeah, I mean, out of the fucking gate. Everybody, Jim Cornette, Jim Cornette's going to hate it. He'll roll over in his grave. Yeah, just... It's it's gonna be I mean no yeah all the old school guys are gonna hate it. Dave Meltzer is gonna get it uh, thirteen point seventy five stars. And it's gonna be his first first time that a stars actually broke ten on his out of ten scale. Dave Meltzer is gonna be like, and I didn't award it any stars. I gave you motherfuckers sons. <laughs> but <laughs> sons six are sons, stars motherfucker. too. <laughs> But they're the but they're the stars that give us nourishment, so they mean more. He's like, I'm not giving them stars. I'm gonna give them a heart, a star, a horseshoe, a clover, a blue moon, a pot of gold, a rainbow, and a red balloon. And then Lucky Charm jumps out like, <laughs> and then it turns into the clown from It because of the red balloon. Oh no! <laughs> it's a scars guard. He's guarding his scars. What the fuck's a scars guard, anyways? How a scars guard is a dilapidated guard. boat. The scars guard. It's just stupid. It's a dilapidated boat. Name scars guard. Name scars guard. And he's also a clown. The the boat dresses up as a clown. No, the Nobody clown's name is Pennywise. <laughs> it's fucking played by Skarsgård, whatever the fuck his name is. There's like seven of them out there. Brian, Brandon, Frank. I think one of them is Jordan Grace Skarsgård. <laughs> it's fucking weird. You're fucking weird. It's fucking weird, man. Why does he keep showing up with balloons? We told him it was a movie. <laughs> Um. Oh boy. What if Dave Meltzer was it, like in real life? <laughs> like he's actually it. We don't know it. We don't know it. He's consuming our fears. Because our fears are like, oh shit. He's going to give this one star. WWE. <laughs> WWE's going to take everything over. And he's like, yes, yes. WWE is getting shoved down your throats. Yes! Roman Reigns is not good. Yes! Feed me more. It's like, what if What if that's it? What if that's it? <laughs> what if we're wrong? What if we were all wrong this whole time? So being confident in WWE Shit. is the only way to win here? Yeah. Well, the summer of other is coming to that's an end. It. Um, who's up? I picked I picked old Pentagon. So go ahead, pick your pick your main event. Pick it, pick it, pick it, pick it, pick it, pick it. Rey Mysterio's going to WWE after this. Allegedly, well, I mean, he's not even like he's a he's a WWE guy. He's like Jericho. He can hop back and forth. Yeah, but I think the Golden Elite goes over just in that light. It's hard fucking call. It's a really hard call. Because Rey Mysterio and his team deserve to win. Rey Phoenix is awesome. I don't think I've seen Bandito, but... Oh, shit. God. 
You, I mean, you can keep going. I mean, just, just yeah, I just, I don't know. General Electric. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the winner of this match is going to be all of us fans. All of us. All of us. <laughs> what a pussy way out. Tell you what, go over your fucking thing. I, all of a sudden, that a piss just jump on me, and I got to go piss. I'll be right back. So talk over your shit, and then let me know what you pick. It just came up out of nowhere. A piss just jumped on me, so talk over your shit. What? This man, motherfuckers. Fuck, what did I want to... I wanted to talk to y'all about a little something, but I can't remember what it was. So dive with me into the mind of Pasty White, and we'll try together to remember what it is. Hmm. Nope, it's not going to happen. Yeah, All In is going to be one fucking hell of a show. And this match as the main event is outstanding. I I never would in a million years would have predicted that these six men would be main eventing the number one independent show in far too long. It's a it's it's a rough call, but and that's how and that's it went. how it went. Yeah, right? yeah, that's exactly the way the cookie crumbled. I still don't know who the fuck I'm picking. Well, but see, that's how you fuckers know that this is a live to tape recording because normally I'd just be like, "Oh shit, I really got a piss," but I don't want to fucking. Screw shit up. So it's like, we're going to stop here, Pasty, and then we'll pick it back up. But no, you're going to get the whole dead silence of me pissing and Pasty thinking. I did talking. I, I used words. It's going to be there. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I was running to the bathroom, and all I heard was, Pickaxe! And I was like, what? <laughs> Pickaxe? What are them fucking kids doing over there? Pickaxe! I didn't hear any context, just pickaxe. I'm hoping it's Minecraft, but I don't know if it is. Pickaxe. Pickaxe. Okay, well, so you haven't, so you picked General Electric and you backed out. I'm going to go with I this. I didn't back I'm out. This. I I'm still am undecided. It's rough. Okay, Okay. so you backed out of General Electric. You don't even know what you're doing. Uh, I'm going to jump in. No. I'm going to say, I'm going to say. That they're going to do the right thing. And since they're booking the show, they're losing the show. And I'm going to say Ray Ray Band win it. Ray Ray Band. I'm going to say they take it. Actually, you know what? Fuck. I'm debating whether I want it to be a no contest and something. Because this could be where something big happens. No, don't end your first big thing on a no cut. Don't do a fuck finish on your. No, I'm gonna be mad if they do a fuck finish. I'm going Ray Ray Band. Okay. Mysterio, Phoenix, and Bandito. But I honestly think that Pentagon Junior gets involved with possibly that that leading to a feud between the brothers again. Possibly. But, I, I, yeah, I think Pentagon Jr. gets involved. That's been solidified in my mind since I've seen this lineup. Pentagon's getting involved one way or the other. Omega 2, then? Um, um, 
is the vitamin omega two or is it omega? Uh, omega three fatty omega acids. Threes. Omega yeah. threes. Yeah. Um, so omega no, three. but is it? Do you think omega will get involved then on behalf of his golden lover and his you younger think he brothers? Run, he runs out and beats up Pentagon. Yeah, or in some sense, it just breaks down into a brawl. In your fuck finish. It's a brawl for it all. I don't want the but it's also the main event, so the ref finish. could call it loose. You know what I mean? I called your mom loose. I expect to see at least a couple of matches that are called loose. Ah, fuck. I'm going with General Electric. I'll stick with it. And stick with my word. Every club member but the right, villain. Golden Elite. All right, there you go. I mean, for the most part, this whole card could go any way. We've never had an all-in. This is allegedly not Ring of, Ring of Honor involved, although we've we've discussed the um, conspir- conspiracies about that. Potentially not um, New Japan Pro Wrestling involved, although that's possible too. It's allegedly just not. I mean, it's allegedly just the Bucks and Cody, so we don't know. We've never had a card that's just been wrestler-made that's been this big. So we can't even guess of how they're going to book the show. Who's even booking it? Just because the Bucks and Cody have started this and are funding it, they may... If they're smart, they're handing the booking over to somebody who knows how to book. CM Punk! Obviously, they'd be involved. I don't know that CM Punk knows how to book. I mean, he wrote a book, but that's different. Um, so we don't know. We have nothing to go off of. And other than three or two championship matches, there's very little at stake, at least on paper. So this is kind of really a shot in the dark for both of us. For mm. everybody. I, this is a shot in the dark for the Bucks and Cody. Let's just say that first and foremost. And what a shot in the dark. What a shot in the dark for us as well. Um, definitely going to be good. There is nothing pasty that will interfere with both you and I having watched this by next week. So we should easily be able to give a result. Yes, yes. Um, I, I, don't, I don't see anything holding us off from watching this. Uh, Fuck, we're at an hour and a half. So let's start with the um, news notes and rumors, and we'll jump into uh, the PWI 500 after that. All right. If nothing else, we just uh, talk about who got one, and we can go from there. Okay. I I love how we try to make sure we got enough content, and then we always have fucking too much content. We can't fit it Let's go back to three hours. (laughs) You guys got it. You got it, bitches. Or we could do bi-weekly. Anyways. The other bi-weekly. Dude, I'm bi every week. Don't even worry yeah, about that. Yeah, you're bi weekly. Yeah, weekly yeah. I'm bi. Daily I'm bi. I mean, we just, you know that. We had our moments. Just like Jerry and Sleepy Gary. <laughs> I thought we promised never in the house. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> um, first and foremost. We're, we're, we're going to put it out there that New Japan Pro Wrestling has announced on Twitter 
that they are going to be offering all in on their New Japan World streaming service after the live broadcast of the event. Yes, folks, big asterisks there. They're not airing it live, but shortly after the live broadcast, it will be streaming on New Japan World. So if you have New Japan World, you're debating whether you want to spend the money to get Fight or whatever other, or um, um, Honor Club or whatever else it's on. Um, if you're willing to wait and avoid social media and avoid spoilers, you can watch it on New Japan World if you already have that service. They're giving it to you. It's just not going to be live. It's going to be there. Pasty, for, uh, for something that started as a fucking Twitter bet, basically... This now brings the total avenues in which to watch all in up to five and a half avenues. And I'm saying a half because WGN, of course, is just going to be the um, zero hour pre-show or kickoff show or whatever you want to call it. So I'm calling that a half. But the fact that that reaches the most eyes, maybe I could call it a full one. But I'm not because we make the rules in beef Yeah, sticks. no, I'd say half. You don't get a whole show. Just just two matches. <laughs> so, along with New Japan World, that's one. You get Honor Club, Ring of Honor streaming service. If you're a part of Honor Club, you get it live. You also get your local pay-per-view providers. If you are hooked up through satellite or cable, you can watch this through pay-per-view. I do not have a price tag for it. I'm guessing it's probably more than either Honor Club, New Japan World, or Fight TV. So probably don't choose right. your pay-per-view Don't do it. <laughs> um, if you Fight have TV, the money said, to the spare, app, you should be visiting our Patreon. <laughs> exactly. Give that money to us and then watch it on Fight TV. Um, Fight TV. Can't promote Fight TV enough. They've been doing a lot for... Um, Impact Wrestling, and they do a lot for all of the pro wrestling, independent pro wrestling yes. in general. Fight TV, download the Fight TV app. You can get it on Xbox. You can get it on your smart devices. You can get it on Roku. Um, you can even get it on through your pay-per-view provider. Fight TV has a station I'm 99.9% sure. Again, the zero hour is on WGN. And, of course, if you're saying Fat Mac, there's only four and a half. Motherfuckers, if you would have jumped in within the first half hour of ticket sales, you would be able to watch it live from Chicago Sears Center Arena. Yeah. um, Nobody expected this to be this big pasty. Ever, 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 ever. Even when they first announced it, even when they sold out, I did not think it would basically be like a normal, uh, almost like a WWE pay-per-view. Just wait till the next one. You know, it's it's. They did this with this I do. off of a bet on Twitter. Wait until they want to do a two. I do love their mentality though, because they've come out and said, they've been asked by everybody. Well, obviously it sold in a half hour. You're doing a second one. You're going to do another one. Is this going to be an annual thing? You're going to do it in a few more months. And every one of them have said, we're going to wait and see how it goes. What if the show sucks? What if the show flops? We're not going to come out and say, yeah, of course we're doing another one next year. They want to wait and see how the show goes. That's, that is. I don't know. Um, Personally, I don't think you have do to wait at this point anymore. 
Because you know. But what if the show sucks? What if every match sucks? What if the production sucks? What if every live feed goes black? What if the audio is uh, seven seconds off? What if it just sucks? You don't know. You can hope it doesn't. I, I just, no, to me, I love that mentality. I love the fact that they're like, no, if it's great, fuck yeah. But let's wait and see. I don't think it's going to be an issue. I'm not saying that. I don't mean to argue with you, Pasty, because that's not what I mean. I'm sure they say that, but then are planning it already anyway. Oh, I, they'd be, well, they'd be bad business people if they weren't already drawing up a plan yeah. for it. But I love that publicly they mm. say, we're not saying anything publicly until we see what happens. Publicly they say, we're not saying anything publicly. What if the main event gets more louder boos than fucking Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar? It could happen. Mm, no, it won't no, happen, no. but it, it, could, it happen. could happen. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, that's just it. So cool. Moving on, uh, Cody Rhodes recently did a Q and A. I want asked, Kenny Omega Pentagon Junior to have you both suck chance. <laughs> <laughs> right? You can't wrestle. <laughs> you, uh, that'd be awesome. O- Okada Skrull. You can't wrestle. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> um, uh, Q&A happened, Pasty, with Cody Rhodes, I'm pretty sure. Oh, but what if ask? tickets only sold out in the first half hour because Vince McMahon bought them all himself and distributed him them to people he had in his pocket? sidelines. You can't see me, but I'm sitting here like Sonic the Hedgehog on the old game when he quit touching the controller. I'm trying to move on on news. No! Sidetracking me. I'm trying. I'm tr- slipping it in. I'm slipping it in, but then you wake up. Hashtag me too. Hashtag not my penis. Rhodes Q&A. Who? So there was a question and answer on Twitter recently. Cody Rhodes participated in it. And one of the fans asked the young Rhodes, besides Goldust, which active WWE wrestler would he book for All In? Pasty, could you even guess who his response was? Um... Uh... Mojo Raleigh. Close. It was not the Mojo Raleigh. Damn it. But it was Zack Ryder. Woo, woo, woo. Cody Rhodes said, and I quote, Zack. And he meant Ryder. I know he doesn't quite fit the He, he just said Zack, exactly. the 10-year-old kid that Braun Strowman tag-teamed with at <laughs> WrestleMania. Right? <laughs> Right, I'd pick that son of a bitch because he's got gold written all over him. That kid's got his priorities straight. He's sticking to his education. The man's got a solid head on his shoulders. He's low. He's got a low center of gravity. That's great for suplexes. And he knows what it's like to be on a big show in front of thousands of fans, millions across the world. Moving on, Cody Rhodes also released a video. <laughs> All right, well, I suppose we should. Right, we got to give Ryder his due. Cody Rhodes said, I know he doesn't quite fit the indie model exactly. Being 10 years old. But at one point, that dude was getting his name chanted in Madison Square Garden. 
while the great one was in yeah, the Braun ring. Yeah, Braun Strowman. The Rock. <laughs> I think he works too hard to just be a super jack dude in the background. That motherfucker is on algebra now. That son of a bitch is he's carrying the three and he's finding the definition of X. This shit's crazy. Now, I think I think you'll like this one, Pasty, and it has very little to do with the young man. Rhodes was also asked about his former partner, Randall Keith Orton. Some know him as the Viper Randy Orton. Whose alleged backstage behavior, especially when it came to shaking hands with people, we touched on, Pasty, or, or <laughs> not, not that we touched on, we reported... Two weeks ago. I hear voices in my head. They're telling me to touch myself and shake your hand. Okay. You didn't put the Vince McMahon. No. But that's right. I've thought for the last two weeks but, about doing the whole thing over again since you couldn't hear it at all on the show we aired it on. But maybe I'll make you wait till next week, folks, so tune in. So Cody actually answered the question. A lot of people thought he'd just dodge it. But no, Cody answered the question. When asked about his meeting with Randy Orton, and if Randy Orton asked him to shake his hand, Rhodes just said... We docked. We hugged. <laughs> we docked. I want that docking love. I want that <laughs> penis and foreskin love. I mean, have you ever been peed on? I mean, you yum. Know, Randy Orton... Could just be mistaken. You know how when you're shaking somebody's hand to seal a deal, you're supposed to spit on your hand? Maybe he's just mistaken. Okay. Go. So maybe he's just mistaken. You know, seal a deal, spit on your hand, shake the hand of the other person. He's just thinking with the wrong spitter. As Macho Man Randy Savage used to say, thinking, 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 ooh yeah. Let me tell you something, ooh yeah, come over here to Macho Man. My penis is out and I'm stroking it. And if you won't shake my hand, uh, uh, cup of coffee, I'm going to talk to Vince McMahon. Ooh, yeah, brother, and I tell you what, you try to hot shot me, ooh, you're going to go the way of the repo man. Uh, 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 no, you're going the way of Max Moon. Uh, uh, uh. I mean, you're not getting the shake. It's Texas Tornado for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait. I can't talk to Vince since I took Stephanie on a vacation. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> Brother, there comes a time in every macho man's life when he sees the daughter of the owner and he says to himself, I can snap into it. <laughs> Hormones run wild, and Elizabeth had left me recently. You seen how the <laughs> the mega powers exploded, and she turned over to Hulkster, and then brother, she went to that Lex Luger guy. Oh yeah, how'd that work out for her? 
I'm sorry, folks, I had to put that in there. So I grabbed Stephanie McMahon and I said, Me Too's not around now, little princess. Oh, yeah. Here's a little macho for you. No, no, Jake the Snake. This is old Savage's cabbage just plowing into you. What the fuck is Savage's cabbage? What the fuck is that? <laughs> he smells funny, but it's he's sweet. Oh, we got fuck. We got to get a shirt maker on our team, man. Too bad we fucking lost Monster Wear clothing because Savage's cabbage could be a shirt, man. <laughs> we could sell Savage's cabbage. <laughs> just, just a cabbage with a Macho Man fucking hat on it. And then a couple months down the line, we can release a cabbage as Savage, where we replace his face with a cabbage. Oh, we're wasting time because, you know, you said we're tight on time, so I figured, let's waste some time. We're already over time. Oh, shit. No, we're not. We got a half hour yet. Half hour yet, buddy. It's two hours and 14 minutes on my clock. Two hours, 14 minutes. (laughs) Oh, no, it's not. It's an hour and a half. Gotcha. So, speaking of the Roadster, Codester, he released a video on his YouTube channel yesterday, Pasty. And um, depending on when this gets released, we're recording it, 8.30, that was on 8.29, that would have been Wednesday, this is Thursday, this is either getting uploaded Thursday night or Wednesday day, not Wednesday day, fucking Wednesday Friday day, day. Marty, we gotta go back in time and release Beef Sticks Podcast! Wednesday um, day is Rusev happening. day. Anyways... Yesterday, as of this recording, Cody Rhodes released a video where he referred to the video as his go home video. Titled for the go home video. Big event. <laughs> exactly. And Cody, during this talk, was actually very respectful towards WWE in the interview, but he was sure to tell fans that All In represents a true alternative to their product. The highlighted statement in this pasty. They don't own pro wrestling. He said, quote, it, sh- it sounds cliche, but WWE does what they do, and they are great at it, he said of his former employer. They've just made such a significant impact in what was at one point a pro wrestling business. But for all the great things WWE has done, they don't own pro wrestling. Pro wrestling can look different ways. It can sound differently. And I think with All In, you are getting to see what is that alternative. End quote. Pasty, God, he summed it up better than we have in a fucking hour and a half of fucking rambling between you have Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Lucha Underground, former and possibly uh, future WWE Independence, MLW, a who's who of what the fuck, man. I I don't think he could have said it better. This is a true alternative. And it is... It's what it is. It's what it is. It's a true alternative to WWE. If there's ever been an all-encompassing alternative, this may be it. Oh, yeah. 100%. This is... This is so many different entities working together to show what can be accomplished. <coughs> and it's a beautiful thing. 
in a lot of ways, this should change things. Or at least cause a dent in the hole of the mothership that is WWE. And I think this shows the exact opposite of what 2003 threatened. Yeah. 2004 threatened. 2005 threatened. I think this shows that pro wrestling is its own entity. It is not. There was a there was a fear. There was a real fear. Pasty, I lived it. You lived it. A lot of the people listening lived it. When ECW and WCW went out of business just about the same time, there was a legitimate fear. Well, or, or, I mean, hey, if you were only a WWE, WWF guy from the beginning, it would be WWF at that time. Maybe this was a, um, a celebration. I don't know. But there was a, a legitimate real thought that pro wrestling would only exist as WWE. There would only be WWE. There wouldn't be pro wrestling anymore. There wasn't bandages anymore. There was only band-aids. There wasn't, you know, honestly. And, uh... <laughs> I, I don't know where the fuck you found it. I didn't I find it. it. I didn't find um, it. Uh... You you you, you did the Randy it? Savage awesome. impression, and so I figured I had to waste some more time on B Sticks <laughs> podcast with this. <laughs> I made this in Rockstar I Editor because I have Beef Sticks Inc., which is my crew, and my crew yeah. emblem is this. It's still kind of in the works. I got to find something to work as his hair, and the hat needs to be a little bit better than it is. But you knew what it was right away. That's awesome. I knew what it was right away. I wonder. I wonder if oh, we uh. Take the final product and also use it as the logo for us. Uh, we could make that work because obviously beef sticks in its existence has a lot to uh, uh, a lot to. Um, any, anyway, Randy Savage has a lot to do with beef sticks yes. as an existence. I'm trying to come over there. Anyways, um, but yeah, there was that fear that that. There wasn't pro wrestling anymore. There was just WWE. And this this right now is proving, even though since we've started, Pacey, you and I have known that pro wrestling exists outside of WWE. But there has been a fear. And I think this finally, I think we will look back on this date um, 20, 30 years from now and say this was the date that everybody knew pro wrestling existed outside of WWE. WWE was still a part of pro wrestling. It wasn't pro wrestling itself. It's a good statement. It's a good yeah, statement. Yeah. Uh, I love Cody. You don't give the man enough credit. I, uh, he doesn't earn enough credit. But I don't dislike oh. the man, and I'm so proud of what he's done. I, I don't dislike anything he's done outside of the ring. At all. I just, I call it as I see it inside of the ring, is all I have to say. And he's not bad out inside the ring. He's not. Him and Hangman Page. Fucking, yeah, I'll put them on any card. But I'm putting them where they belong. Um, coming up next, um, we're running out of time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip that one, because it doesn't matter. It's WWE. Fuck you. You just pretended that you quit WWE. Bastard. But it's about all in. It is, but we'll see. And it's beautiful. We got other shit to talk about. 
I know. But we got other shit to talk important. about. It's not beautiful. He dogs it the whole way. Um. Anyways, the presumed dead Joey Ryan pasty has organized two ghostly meet and greets and a Joey Ryan murder Ooh. mystery. This motherfucker's. He's coming from the grave, and he's promoting himself. This is a hustler. Powerful penis. This is a hustler. It's a powerful penis from beyond the grave. It's a paranormal penis, baby. It's a fantastic, fantastic. There's going to be uh, rigor mortis jokes for sure. Yeah. Getting kind of stiff. Anyways, folks, if you are going to be in Chicago during the StarCast weekend... Joey Ryan's ghostly meet and greet is Friday from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. You can meet the dead man himself and possibly shake his penis. You can also catch him Saturday, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. If I was there, I would definitely be checking out that penis. I'm not going to lie. I would definitely ask him to just slap it on my face. And that would be our thumbnail for our Facebook page for a year. It's just... Joey Ryan's penis on my Except face. for the fact that Nobody cameras can't Joey pick Ryan's. up ghosts, Fat Mac. It could have been it. <laughs> I thought they could only pick up. I thought that was the only thing that could be picked up. I thought that was vampires. <laughs> You're thinking of vampires. Haven't you ever watched uh, uh, um, Real Ghosts or what is that stupid show on fucking History or Sci-Fi Network? They're always taking pictures and the ghosts only show up in the pictures. Oh shit, there's a penis on my face. That's Joey Ryan's ghost. Couldn't happen in real life. He'd be a vampire then. He's not a vampire, he's a ghost. And vampires is mirrors. We're walking up the stairs with a handheld handheld camera. Oh shit, a rock was just thrown. There's nobody else here. I'm not going to show you behind me where there's a person standing who threw a rock. I'm just going to keep showing you the rock that was thrown, but tell you that nobody was there. Because there wasn't anybody there. Because we want ratings. And then I'm going to upload a stock PNG of a ghost later on and fade it into the picture. And then I'll show it to you. (laughs) Also, speaking of StarCast, which is the the prelude, or the postlude, it's lewd anyways. It's got Conrad Thompson involved. It's lewd as shit. Um, They have announced... That the event that was an empty arena match retrospective, which was going to be Terry Funk and Jerry Lawler discussing the historical first ever empty arena match, which in my time, Pasty, I always think of the Rock Mankind empty arena match. It was badass. Um... But they were going to talk about that. It was it happened in Memphis, uh, in Mid-South Coliseum, April 6, 1981... Before either of us were born, because I'm only 25, and you're 76. That has been canceled, because Terry Funk is unable to travel to Chicago due to health reasons. The event, though, will be replaced with Total Non-Stop Jared! Which is just Karen Jarrett trying to sell you gold for cash for an hour long. Bring your watches, bring your gold teeth. Bring your auntie's old jewelry. Go dig in the backyard and see what you can come up with because they're giving you pennies on the nugget. <laughs> and we're not talking about Owen Hart because that son of a bitch dropped to his death. Shit. Total nonstop I Jared. I shouldn't have said that. 
I apologize. I love Owen Hart. I love him, but he was the nerd at all. Just edit it out. Cut it out. Be like, be like the guy that fucked over Alanis Morissette and cut it. You wanna know? I still, I mean, that's her best song, and I will always love um, Dave Coulier for giving us that song. <laughs> I don't give Alanis Morissette the credit. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so what time are we at? At a time, in a place, in a space. With a face. It's 8.17. We've got 12 minutes. So, let's um, rapid fire on this. Rapid uh, it all. Hit all 500. 500. We can do it. Uh, We're going to hit all 500. So... Okay, so, if you haven't heard, Kenny Omega is the number one in the PWI 500. Brace yourself, Fat Mac. I don't know if you uh, if you got this or not on your end, but I totally just picked up a ghost in your audio. Oh, shit! I don't know. What it was say? whispering in the background. I'll have to enhance it later and find out. It said, it said Joey Ryan's penis. <laughs> Uh, I felt something slap across my face, but it was just light. I thought it was a moth or something. BWI 500 came out. If you would have gotten our full show from the Galactic Get Down and we didn't fuck it up, which is on our fault, you would have listened to us dissect BWI 500 from about eight years ago, in which AJ Styles was the very first non-WWE or WCW wrestler to grace the number one cover page, number one of the BWI 500. He was also the very first non-WWE guy to do it since WCW went under. It was a big fucking deal. That was eight years ago. It hasn't happened since, folks, until last year when Kazuchika Okada did it. I'm sorry. Okada's the man. But this year, again, two years in a row, a non-WWE guy got it. Yeah! Are we we saying that WWE... Isn't WWE... Talent wise, let, let me let me let me put this in the right perspective because uh, context is king, as Eric Bischoff would have you know. Talent wise, isn't WWE at the best it's probably ever been at ever? Talent wise, I'm not talking about writers. I'm not yeah, talking about no talent wise. Hundred percent. Yes. So the fact that the last two years, WWE has probably been the best it's been talent-wise ever, and two years it still does not get the number number one spot. That's because the very best this, won't sign with WWE. Well, yeah, doesn't this embody what All In mm-hmm. is? All In is saying, if you're good enough, you don't need WWE. Doesn't this solidify right. it's that? it's exactly what I've been preaching for years. If you're good at something, just do it. Why go to college and put yourself in debt? Yeah. Why? You can fucking go to McDonald's and get some free burgers. No, I'm kidding. No, it's awesome. Kenny Omega, number one spot. I think a lot of people seen this coming. Um, when we were at the Galactic Get Down, we were talking about the PWI 500. I believe we 
cut out before we even got to talk about it. We didn't get that far into it. I think we got like 25 minutes, minutes in. Um, you and I both talked about who we thought was going to get number one on the PWI 500. I don't fucking remember who either of I other either of us picked, but I think you picked Kenny Omega. I'm pretty sure, for sure. I did. I might have agreed with you, or I might have picked Okada. I think you picked Okada. Actually, no. I think I picked Seth Rollins. I think I said Seth Rollins. But I don't know. I don't remember. It is lost. We, we don't it's have gone. it. It's gone. Whew. It doesn't exist. It's a ghost. But Kenny Omega got it. Kenny Omega last year was number five. Um, so he's moved up four spots. That's awesome. And it's just amazing that it's just amazing with the talent that's in WWE. You got AJ Styles, you got Samoa Joe, you got Seth Rollins, you got Roman Reigns, you got Braun Strowman, you got Brock Lesnar. You got so many people in WWE right now that are so super fucking talented. That the fact that Kenny Omega deserves, I mean, there's, there's going to be people that argue it, but I think you and I would both agree. Yeah, sure. He deserves number one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, we'll follow that up. Number two, AJ Styles. He was number two last year after Okada. Kept his number two spot. Um, unless you're in the bathroom, number two isn't really that no, bad, is it, no. Pasty? Especially considering, um, considering who's below him. Like, the rest of the eight people below him. That's a fucking good yep. spot to be in. It's a well-deserved list, too, I'll say, across the board, sort of. This is a list that I find it hard to argue with. I have... I have at least one argument, and it's the obvious one. I'm sorry. Um, next up, number three spot, he dropped two, which doesn't seem like a big deal until you realize he dropped from number one to three, and that seems like a big drop. Kazuchika Okada. The only thing I can say is me breaking kayfabe here. Okada's been putting people over. He's been using his spot to help other people grow. And good for him. Yes. Um, a year ago, I would argue bitch, piss, and moan about this. Two years ago, I probably would uh, complain about it. This year, I think three is good. I think three is still very solid. And I feel he lost a lot of high-caliber uh, caliber right. matches and, this year. And still, it's three out of 500. That's it's a good number. As the old song goes, three out of 500 ain't bad. That's exactly. As we all know. Word for word. Number four, um, not, believe this or not, this is not the biggest jump in the PWI 500. Number four, coming from 25, <laughs> is Brock the Beast Beastie Lesnar. boy! That's right, folks. Now, you might ask, why was Brock Lesnar 25 last year? I think he wrestled three matches last year. Four? He's wrestled more this year. He's showed up more this year, at very least, right? Yeah. He's, He's here. Let's say around. That. He's around. 
And every match he has, not a bad match, right? Not a great match. Um, you can argue with his history that it's not because of him, but of his opponents. You, I can't say that you can prove it, but you can argue it. He's had five-star matches in, in the past. the distant past. Him and, him and Eddie Guerrero, him and yeah. uh, Kurt Angle, him and John yep. Cena... Uh, I mean, he's had amazing had. matches. Yeah, but even not even horribly long ago. In the last five years, he's had amazing matches. Goldberg? No, Goldberg. <laughs> Roman Reigns? Who else has he fought? <laughs> uh, well, him and John Cena was a great AJ. match. Um, him and AJ Styles was a great match. He, he's had great matches. Him and Samoa Joe It was, was a good, good match, match, but I'm looking yeah. back so and very disappointed that didn't go further, you know? Yeah. I also still say, again, that I, I still blame that on WWE booking and not so much either of the talents. But anyways, that... So, from 4 to 25... Or from 25 to 4, folks, was not the biggest leap of, of this top 10. We'll get to that later. Up next, Seth Rollins. Um, I don't know what happened last year. Oh, he was out on injury. I was going to say, Seth Rollins was number 16 last year, which just seems ridiculous. Since since Rollins has come into the main roster, he's always been a main event player. But yeah, I think last year he had injuries, wasn't it, Pacey, for a good chunk? So that's... And then he came back as a heel when he should have been face, and that fucked him all up, so... But... Number five, I believe Seth Rollins, if you're going to cut off a top five, uh, Seth Rollins deserves to be in top five. Personally, I'd put him above Brock Lesnar, but I'd put him below the top three. I'd get Brock Lesnar right out of the top ten, but that's me personally. I'd put him in the top ten, eh, easily. Maybe as ten. He just doesn't bring anything to the table other than Brock Lesnar. Despite despite what a lot of us diehard fans believe, Brock Lesnar probably brings, per wrestler, like if you broke down a percentage per every wrestler, the highest percentage of money to the WWE. Yeah. It's just after this um, run, I don't want to hear anybody watch. bitch about John Cena's five moves of doom anymore. Seriously. <laughs> right? Two moves. Maybe but, an elbow. But. I, I agree with I agree with you, Pasty, but let's also put this into context. Shout out to Bischoff, context is king. Brock Lesnar can perform fifty moves eloquently, beautifully, superbly, perfectly. But he isn't. WWE, Vince McMahon, Triple H, whoever's calling the shots, wants him to only perform X amount of moves. John Cena, at the time, could only perform five moves. Over time, he learned and expanded his repertoire and earned our respect and did more. So, Brock Lesnar is the opposite of Cena, where he knows how to do all these moves, but he's been asked to And do get less. paid more. So, <laughs> where... It's fucking stupid. Yeah. But where... No, Brock... Eh, Brock Lesnar makes less than John Cena in a year. Maybe not from WWE, but definitely um, total. Yeah. John Cena makes more than him. 
But yeah, I mean, you, you have to put it into perspective. It's not that Brock Lesnar doesn't want to do that many moves. It's that he's asked to only do X amount of moves. I've said this on the podcast before. I'm going to bring this analogy up again. Hulk Hogan was an amazing mat wrestler. When he'd go over to Japan, he would bring it to them and put on mat classics. When he came back to the United States, Vince McMahon wanted him to do punch, punch, fall down, fall down, Hulk up, big boot, leg drop, win. That's what they wanted him to do. And Brock Lesnar's in that same boat. Brock Lesnar can yeah, do anything can. you ask him to do. He can do a beautiful shooting But I'm sure press. he doesn't want to, or he would be. Would, but do you, like, basically, if the job you have right now, which is a bottler at Coca-Cola, I believe, maybe not. I could be making that up. If they said to you, Pasty, I want you to come in and work 10-hour shifts and I want you to be the one person that puts the bottles up. I want you to be the one that turns the conveyor on. I want you to be the one that mixes the shit. I want you to be the one that bottle caps it. And I want you to be the one that creates it. Or you can come in for two hours and you can play Sudoku and then type everybody's name in a column that they get paid and then go home. But you get the same money. What would you do? It's play not Sudoku. the same thing. It's not. <laughs> It's well, it's one hundred percent the same thing. It's literally just maybe a job. at my job at the Coca Cola bottling plant, we're not broadcast on television. But have you ever been to a Coca Cola bottling plant that wasn't broadcast on television? No. <laughs> well, there you go. Moving on, the guy that did jump the farthest amount. It was really just one small step kinda... for a big man. Yeah, one giant leap for... Monster kind. Seth Rollins. But I was kind of surprised he was this far back last year. But he was still coming in. It, it, this goes to show you how much the man has grown in a year. Because I, I look back and I think a year ago he was farther along than he was. But he wasn't. It's been pretty quick. It's been a two-year... A two-year meteoric... Meteoric? Meteoric? That's the word, right? Meteoric rise? Yeah. Braun, the Not Beast Strowman. He was number 34 last year, folks, and he's number six. It's a good jump. He's jumping. Uh, he deserves it. He deserves every bit of it. He has, from last year to this year, in my opinion, he has dropped as far as how I look at him as a main event player. But. I again will say I think that's 100% on booking. I mean, Strowman. He's given honestly, aren't you looking forward to to to, uh, Braun and Roman in Hell in a Cell coming up? It is. It's fucking And he's cashing in his briefcase to make the match happen, which is the best. There's that ghost again. So, coming up next, we got... Roman Reigns, the man you were talking about. Uh, the biggest drop of this list, and I'm going to say deservedly so. Roman Reigns went from number four to number seven. I'm going to say this again, Pasty. I'm repeating myself. This is the third time I've said it. 
he did not drop to number seven from number four because of his in-ring work. He dropped because of fucking booking. They have fucked up Roman Reigns' booking this year. Holy yep. shit. How how you can fuck up the guy you handpicked as your fucking golden child is amazing. It's Vince McMahon's attempt at, at uh, giving the WWE Universe Stockholm Syndrome. It's sick. Because first, Vince was like, I'm going to push him like Hulk Hogan and everybody's going to love him. And then it's like, oh, that doesn't work. You can't shove him down their throat. I'm going to treat him like a jobber and everybody will love him. (laughs) No, fucking Vince. Nobody got over from being a fucking jobber, you son of a bitch. Nobody with a chin. He went from one extreme to the next. It was like he went from being the Superman, and yes, I'll give Vince credit. He heard us say we don't want him to be the Superman. But then he's losing to everybody all the time cleanly. And it's like, well, wait a second. That's okay if you're going to throw him on to um, superstars. But if you're still going to give him the fucking title, that's not okay, Vince. You can't right. do If he's that. still going to be opening up every show with a promo and ending every show with a main event match. With a match. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. Um, none of this is Roman Reigns' fault. Does Roman deserve to be number one on PWI no. 500? No. But does Roman Reigns deserve the bullshit he's gotten no. over time? No. But at the same time, it's it's not his it's not his fault. I don't. This is what bothers me, Pacey, because I don't know what I would do in Roman's situation. Quit. How go to the Indies boss, and I do don't... what you want to do with your character. But you don't do that because he's making very good money to be hated by everybody, even though he's supposed to be a babyface. I mean, he's not going to make this kind of money anywhere else. Yeah. Yet. So. Yet. And he's not a. I mean, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know enough about Roman Reigns. They haven't done enough backstage stuff. He hasn't done enough. We don't know if it's in his heart. Even though he comes from a wrestling family, he doesn't seem like somebody who's lived, breathed, and loved pro wrestling his whole life. So. I don't know. I don't know what to say about him. I, I can't say anything positive or negative without it sounding wrong in my own head. Have we... Uh, let, let's let's say this, Pacey. Let me throw this out here. Have we ever had somebody... I think we have. But let me throw this question out here. Have we ever had somebody so much who you look at and say, I don't know if he deserves this much hate and I don't know if he deserves this much praise all at the same time. Yeah. We're in a weird place right now. I think John Cena is probably the only other one who understands it. And I, I feel personally John Cena earned his spot, but I think he took a free ride for quite a few years. So I, I think only John Cena and Roman Reigns can can understand it. Hulk Hogan to an extent. If you look at very early 90s WWE, the fans were booing Hulk Hogan. 
He was the head baby face. He was winning everything. He was main eventing everything. And people were booing him. Um, and into WCW. That's why he turned on the NWO storyline wise. Was Everybody was still booing him when he was the baby face. And he said, you know, stick it, brother. But there's very few people. You, yeah. Moving on. The biggest... Is this? No, this isn't the biggest jump, obviously. Braun Strowman beat him. Cody went from number 33 to number 8. Still Almost a huge jump. jump. Very close. Cody's career, almost the best, still just mediocre. Still top 10 material. I made it in top 10 PWI. I'm only 8, and it's only because I'm Cody, or I'm Dusty Rhodes' son and friends with the Young Bucks. Not from anything I did on my own. That's all I got to say about it, Pasty. Go ahead and give your opinion. I honestly feel he's only there for being Dusty's son and uh, the Bucks' friend. And Omega's uh... friend. I think there's more to it, and I think he's doing more things for the wrestling community than meets the eye. Let me put it this way. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I didn't expect you to say that. So, yes. Um, for what he's doing for independent wrestling, he might deserve it. But let me say this. What match? And, and the PWI 500 is supposed to be about matches mostly and shit like that. What match puts Cody... In the top ten. Not even match, but his feud with uh, Kenny Omega. Yeah. Really? Yep. That? Which wasn't even the biggest feud in New Japan or Ring of Honor? He's not in the top five. Uh, I'll I'll give you that. I'll accept your opinion. I don't agree with it, but I'll, I'll give you that. I guess you could say that. I think the two guys underneath him have had more feuds and better or better feuds and better matches. And the next number nine, Tetsuya Naito, my number two from New Japan, went from number twelve to number nine, cracked the top ten. Good for him. Badass, oh, yeah. amazing matches with Kazuchika Okada, amazing matches with Chris Jericho, basically amazing matches with anybody you ever put yeah, he's, him. He's in had with. a a really good year and I I feel like he deserves to be up higher on the list. If um if Omega is not the next Okada who was the next Tana who was the next Tanahashi, Naito is the next Okada who was <laughs> the next Tanahashi. Like I I see Omega and Naito kind of being the two that it's like they're like the Rock and Triple H in the in the mid '90s or, or maybe even late '90s. It's like we know one of them, we know they're both amazing. One of them is going to be remembered as the one. The Rock was the one, so it's like who's going to come up as the Rock? Is it going to be Naito or is it going to be Omega? We don't know yet. One of them's going to be Triple H, which hey isn't bad, but one of them's going to be the Rock, which hey, fucking amazing. <laughs> And number 10 on the list, falling a complete zero points because he was 10 last year. And if there's any other guy who epitomizes being number 10 in a top 10, it's The Miz. Um, He does everything right. I thought for sure you were going to say Ty Dillon. Am I right? 10, 10, 10. No, Fuck. Ty Dillinger. 
The Miz. I mean, isn't doesn't the Miz do everything right just to be just good enough? Yeah. I could never say the Miz is the number one wrestler in the world, but I could rarely look at the Miz and say, eh, he's not top ten material. Right. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. And with the Miz being who he is, he's in a good place. He gets paid a lot of money to do what he does and preserve himself at the same time. Oh, yeah. And with his outside ventures, I mean, he's just that much more valuable to WWE. If only he could get into That's a not, real movie. Folks, <laughs> that's true folks that is not taken into effect in the pwi 500 uh pwi 500 i'm not looking at the criteria right now but i'm going off of memory it's match quality number of matches quality of opponents um what they've done to better themselves from the last year before so you could be number one and not do anything worse but if you didn't do anything better you're not number one again um, Okada, looking at you. That's exactly what happened to him. So there, there's certain criteria you have to have, and it isn't just being like, well, it explains why Cody got his Or plan. I made the most money. Um, a lot of people, including Dave Meltzer, think he's had quality of matches. I'm not arguing that people think he's having good matches. I'm arguing that he's having good matches. That's me. You you've been arguing saying he's yeah. having good matches. Yeah. Okay, so don't So why are you I'm arguing saying, against him? In your reference, Cody's up from 33 in because my the reference, quality of his I opponents. would not have Did I not say everybody but one I disagree with and it's obviously who I disagree with. It's Cody. I don't it's think Brock. Cody deserves to be Brock's the one you don't agree him, with. I, said I came to that conclusion a long time ago. Quality of opponents, Brock nails it. Every Roman opponent Reigns. he's had has been made a main event. Quality of opponent, every opponent he's had has Roman been main event. So Roman Reigns yeah. should be higher than Brock. How many times? No, Roman Reigns has had less quality opponents than, Ro- than Brock Lesnar. Okay. The four people Brock Lesnar has fought are all main event guys. Roman Reigns has fought a lot of fucking jobbers. Come on! No, that, it, that's the great thing. There is no real answer. Um, to me, the the best thing about the PWI 500 is the debate. That's why I like to bring it up. That's why I brought it up on the episode we didn't do, and I've brought it up in episodes past, and we're going to keep bringing it up, because the PWI 500 is not judged by any one person. It's multiple people who are in the industry who look at all promotions all around the world. There have been women who have topped the PWI 500 in the past. I know that um, Sarah Del Rey, China, and Beth Phoenix, and oh my god, there was one just a couple years ago, and maybe this, uh, I can't remember. But I mean, it doesn't even have to be just men. So... I love it, and I love it because of the debate. I love that it opens up people talking. I love that nobody's top ten is ever going to be the same. A handful of us will have the same number one. A handful of us will have the same number, you know, top three. Very few people are going to have the same top ten. Come on. 
for 10 people to agree in order that these people all... I love that, though. That's good. But look at this, Pacey. Kenny Omega, not WWE. Kazuchika Okada, not WWE. Cody, not WWE. Tetsuya Naida, not WWE. Four out of ten are not WWE. Number one was not WWE. The very last one who barely made it in the top ten was WWE. So that means in the top nine, four of them are, are not <laughs> WWE. That's impressive. Isn't yes. that impressive? I think it is. Well, in, in, the, in four of ten, there would still the be four caliber. not WWE guys. True, but that would mean that there was six WWE guys. <laughs> this way there's only four out of five, not four But you didn't reference six. that math. <laughs> Fuck the Miz, man. <laughs> I tried to make it sound good. Why do you get a fucking shit on the indies? This is the all-in show, pasty. All you care about is defending Vince McMahon. Uh, speaking of that, hopefully between um, today and next week, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a little bit of audio of a Samoa Joe interview where he talks about. Um, how he feels about WWE, how he feels about the independence, how he feels about whether he's a face or a heel. It's amazing. It's awesome. Ooh. It's great. If I don't if I don't get it to you next week, I apologize. That means I was too busy and I said, fuck you, I got shit to do. But um I I love it. I love it. I listened to it today and I was like, fuck, I gotta download this, I gotta rip it, I gotta edit it. And I, I gotta make it. Of something. course, of course, he's a good guy. Next Tuesday, he's gonna be going to a graduation party with Wendy Styles. Of course, of course, yes. Something no, a good guy would do. I'm gonna take off work so your husband can make money gonna, and you can flourish, and I'll I'll stand in for him at this graduation party. That's good. I'll give you a spoiler. He talks about how he's for all the single family. All of you out there who don't have a dad who cares about him and doesn't take care of him, Small Joe's there for you. He'll be your daddy. I'll take care of you. I know your dads don't care about you, and some of your moms don't care about you, but Samoa Joe loves you. It's it's awesome. It's fucking great. It's Samoa Joe. I I would normally have put Kevin Owens as the best talker in WWE. Samoa Joe. He's right up there. Samoa Joe may end up being the best talker in WWE history. Oh my god, this motherfucker. He was amazing in the Indies. He was good in NXT. He's shining in WWE. Shining! Shining! Shine bright like a diamond. Yo! Pacey, we've gone long. You we've know. We've gone over. Yeah. We're good at that. Yeah. We're good, yeah, at, we're that. good at that. I think we need to cut her off. I think, I think we need to just. We went balls in, man. Nothing to do after that but to cut it off. Well, Are you leaving it uh, in? What? Well, I'm, I'm just pulling Oh, out. okay. Cutting it off. All right. I'm just pulling it, pulling it out, yep. Pulling it out. I didn't finish, but I'm going to spit on her back so nobody well, knows. Stay tuned for next week, folks, when we come at you with some fucking more all in. Will we be shit. bust? Will it be a jackpot? Find out only next week on B Sticks Podcast.
It's okay, I kept recording. I'm still recording, so you're gonna have to snip a little bit off my end. Alright. Cut it off. <laughs>